So here's the thing. For those of you um, who maybe this is your first time here at Lighthouse, I want you to know that what we've done this morning, what we just did was not about money. I want, I want to make sure, not even if this is your first time, maybe you've been at Lighthouse for a long time. It's not about money. It's about faithfulness to God and God's faithfulness to us. And so we're able to do those kind of things so that we can do more in our community. That's what we're about. Lighthouse Community Church will know God and show God through making disciples of Jesus Christ by connecting people to God, community, and purpose. And that's what you saw right over here, was people connecting to God. It was so awesome to hear the different testimonies of what God has done in people's lives. Burning a notice, burning the second mortgage, allows us to spend more of our money, rather than giving $81,000 to the bank, we're able to take that and invest it in our community and in the people here. That's what Lighthouse is about. And I'm going to tell you what, today is a great day. Amen? Amen. Okay, I know I caught you off guard. I know it's hot a little bit. Maybe you're thinking you need to sleep. But I need a little more feedback than that. Today is a great day, isn't it? Amen. Amen. All right. Now, I need your help right now. I need your help. I need you to participate with me. Okay, so I need you to shout out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to participate in something, and I need you to shout out answers. My hearing's getting bad, okay? I, I frequently tell people I'm a 13-year-old wrapped in a 57-year-old body, but my hearing's kind of going, okay? So I need your help. I need you to, to shout out, okay? Are you ready? So when we celebrate, talk to me about the things we celebrate. What are things that we typically celebrate. Shout them out. Birthdays, Birthdays, weddings, what else? Anniversaries, okay, what else? Baptism, Baptism, amen, okay, what else? Graduation, said one person way back there, okay. Celebrate graduations, we celebrate holidays together. Now, ready? I need you to keep participating. Here's the next question, right? It was a little bit harder. When we celebrate what are, what are typical things that we have in our celebration? How do, we, how do we celebrate? What's involved in the celebration? Just shout it out. Pain. Food. Did I hear someone say pain? pain? Oh, cake. Cake. Same thing, cake, pain. You want pie. If you really want something good at a celebration, you get pie, okay? But what else? What else do we do to celebrate? Okay, uh, we have fun, right? We have people. We gather together. We usually have food, cake, pie, all right, steak, whatever the case may be. We do a lot of things, all right? We have laughter together. Um, I remember when I was a little kid, some some of my favorite memories from my childhood are when my family would get together. I grew up, for those of you who don't know, maybe it's your first time here, I grew up in San Diego, California, and there is not a day in San Diego that beats this day right here in Kalamazoo, Michigan right now, okay? Although I am 2,500 miles farther away from the beach, but that's a whole other thing, okay? But when I grew up in San Diego, one of my favorite things about, about life as a kid was getting together for family celebrations. We'd get together for birthdays, for anniversaries. My, my, my dad's side, my mom's from Germany. I didn't celebrate a lot with them because they were a long ways away. But my dad's family, we, we, didn't, we almost didn't need a reason to get together to celebrate. I don't know about you and your family, but man, when we came together, there was food, there was laughter. As a kid, you know, me and, and my sister and me and my cousins, Bert and Kathy and Linda, we'd be running around playing hide and seek in grandma's, grandpa's backyard. 
It was so much fun. I loved getting together with my family for celebrations, holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, all of it. It was such a great time. It didn't matter what was going on in the world at that point in time, whether you know we were going through a recession or jobs were hard to come by. When we came together to celebrate, everything else melted away. Are you with me? Did you have the same thing kind of at your house maybe? All right, some of you did. And that's why I love to celebrate. I loved when my family would come together. And today, we have come together to celebrate. And what a day it is. In the midst of all that has gone wrong in the last year, in the midst of everything that has happened in the last year, we have reason to celebrate today. Seriously, think about it. You survived a pandemic. How awesome is that right there? You are, yeah, yeah, praise God for that, right? You are sitting outside in beautiful weather. You're sitting underneath the sun. You're sitting underneath uh, uh, protection right now, all right? Uh, we had, we've had seven people baptized, no, excuse me, eight people baptized from Easter to this day. Today, you heard some incredible stories from a young man who's in sixth grade who just wants everybody to know that Jesus is his Lord and Savior, to a young lady who, who has given her life over to the Lord and has seen that her life matters and that she is loved, to a, to a young man, I'm being generous there, okay, to a middle-aged man who in a Starbucks gave his life over to Jesus and has followed it up with discipleship so that he can be grounded in his faith. Those things are worth celebrating right there. We just celebrated the fact that we just burned off $400,000 off of debt, which is not, again, about the money. It's about what we can do in our community to claim Jesus and help people who don't know him understand so that maybe one day they'll be right here getting baptized as well. Amen? Amen. It is worth celebrating today. And through all of this, through the good times and especially the bad times, God has been faithful. He's never left us. He's been with us just like he promised. Now, starting next week, and we'll meet next week. What time does service start next week? Just shout it out. Boom, 9.30. Okay, it won't be this warm until a week from right now. We'll be done. Okay, but next week at 9.30, we're starting this brand new series, which is kind of a remake of a series we've done called The Summer Psalms. And this year, we're calling it The Summer Psalms, the sequel. Okay, and we're going to be going through the Psalms and talking through and learning through the Psalms. I'm going to tell you what, last year, Psalm 23, and I might talk about it a little bit next week. Psalm 23, if you remember, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You remember that? And we talked about how uh, when we were little kids, some of us had that over our bed. Uh, and we think of it as a child's psalm, but it was actually King David's declaration of faith. The Lord is my shepherd. It had such a profound influence on my life since last year when we talked about it. So we're going to be talking about the Psalms. And so today, I thought it'd be kind of cool to kick into some Psalms that talk about God's faithfulness. Psalm 36, verse 5 says, O Lord, your loyal love reaches to the sky, your faithfulness to the clouds. 
God's faithfulness is insurmisable by us. God is so faithful, we can't even see its beginning or its end. In Psalm 89, verses 6 through 8, it says, Who is like the Lord among the heavenly beings? A God who is honored in the great angelic assembly and more awesome than all who surround him. I love that. And more awesome than all who surround him. O Lord, God of heaven's armies, who is strong like you, O Lord? Your faithfulness surrounds you. Your faithfulness surrounds you. God is faithful, my friends. God has been faithful. God's been faithful to his followers from the very beginnings of time, whether you started with Abraham and his son Isaac and then Jacob, and you went all the way through King David and, and Jeremiah and Isaac, and you went into the New Testament and you saw the, the, the disciples and what happened in the early church all the way to today. God has never failed. God has never failed. Economies come and go. Economies are here and then they fall off the map. Nations are here and gone, gone. Okay? Politicians, celebrities, athletes, they let us down, but God has never failed. Jesus went to the cross and died, and they thought that Jesus had failed his mission only to find out three days later that sin and Satan had been defeated and our hope is now in the resurrected Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's who we serve. God has never failed. And my friends, if there is one thing worth celebrating today, and I guarantee you, if you asked Becca, if you asked George, if you even asked Landon right there, they would tell you that through it all, God has been faithful. And my friends, if there's one thing we're celebrating today, baptisms, burning a, a second mortgage, we get to eat in a little while, all of that pales in comparison to the one thing that we celebrate today next to that breeze that's blowing through right now. Praise God. We celebrate today God's faithfulness. Let me say that again. We celebrate today God's faithfulness. Let me say it one more time. We celebrate today God's faithfulness. Let me ask you to do something. Let me just ask you to say that with me. We celebrate God's faithfulness. Real loud on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Amen. We sure do. God keeps his word. He is not only with us, he is for us. He is our provider and our protector. God is rich in mercy, in grace, and in love. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful, my friends. And that's what we celebrate today. One of the greatest ways that you and I can overcome fear, anxiety, depression, and many of us here today, we experienced that in some way, shape, or form over the last year during that pandemic, during COVID-19, during being stay-at-home orders and people getting sick and things like that, 
okay? One of the greatest ways that we can overcome fear, anxiety, depression, one of the greatest ways to be picked up when you're down and when you're facing discouragement or disappointment is to celebrate, is to celebrate. So the question for you to answer today and every day is this, what do I have to celebrate today? Because I guarantee you, no matter how bad your life may be, you have things to celebrate. So what do you have to celebrate? Today, I celebrate that it's a sunny day. I love this weather. I could stand up here and sweat and preach for hours. Maybe I will. No, I'm kidding. I won't do that. I'm wrapping up here in just a minute, okay? But I celebrate things like sunny days. What do you celebrate? I love hearing my daughter Tori laugh. I love hearing her laugh. She makes me laugh just with her laugh. I love the smell of coffee. Anybody with me? Can I get an amen on that? Love the smell of coffee. Hate the taste of coffee, but love the smell. I wish coffee tasted like it smelled, okay? But I love the smell. I love daffodils. I love them because they are contrary to what my wife says, and she will correct me when we get home. But they are, to me, the first flower of spring. I love daffodils, yellow and beautiful and just popping out there and saying the sun's coming soon, right? Love daffodils. I, I, I celebrate daffodils. I celebrate the family that surrounds me. What about you? Celebrate a roof over our heads when we sleep. Celebrate food on the table. And I celebrate that God loves me. And my friends, if you don't hear anything else today, if there's nothing else that you heard today, I want to make sure that you hear this. God loves you. God loves you deeply and passionately, and we celebrate that love of God today. I love what this writer wrote. Francis Lucille wrote this. Life is a celebration. Consider everything that makes you happy as a gift from God and say thank you. Consider everything that makes you happy as a gift from God and say thank you. I'm going to invite the band to come out here right now because every day is a celebration of life. Every day is a celebration of life. But today we celebrate the faithfulness of God and we say thank you. Thank you to God for his blessings. Thank you for new life. Thank you for, for forgiveness, grace, mercy, and most of all, thank you, God, for your love. Would you stand up with me? And uh, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to close with a song. Appropriately, I thank you. Heavenly Father, we give you glory and praise this day. We celebrate you, God. We come before you with thanksgiving in our hearts and in our souls because we know, God, that you are the one who is the author of life. Lord, today as we, as we heard the testimonies of baptism, God, we heard about new life. And today, God, we celebrate you. We celebrate your faithfulness. And today, we say thank you. I pray for my friends today, some of them possibly going through some hard times, Lord. And I pray that they would look at their life and they would celebrate the things that are worthy and say thank you. Help us, God, to keep our eyes focused on you. We love you and praise you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said with a celebrative voice, say it. Amen. Woo!